Blog Talk Radio. Greetings. Thank you for joining me on today's episode entitled Sears and Their Abuse of Women. Their technicians are dangerous. Well, many of you have been engaged in some of our social media attempts at bringing awareness to women having interactions with Sears in home repair services. And while many of us do not like to believe that there are industries and systemic practices that will subject women to abuse just based on our gender, I have found through the course of investigation that Sears has, in fact, and continues, in fact, to engage in these abuses, so much so that it has warranted me being able to contact different women and have different women contact me to be able to get information and gather information for the sole purposes of whether or not class action litigation is necessary. For those of you who may not understand how class action litigation works, it works as follows. You end up having an individual or two or three who believe that they share similar claims, and a claim would be an accusation, wherein you're accusing someone, something, person, place, or entity of engaging in a violation of the law, be it civil or a criminal law. And where you have one or more persons who may be adversely affected by this industry or Sears company, rather than every individual filing his or her own litigation, a layman's way of understanding a class action means that one person files as the plaintiff and everyone else will follow. And so over the course of the last 60 days, we've been inundated with information and responses to whether or not women have been victims, seers, in-home repair services to include but not be limited to victims of physical assault, Victims are feeling as though they're being sexually harassed in terms of being hit upon, and I don't mean physically struck, but hit upon. Oh, you look good, or how is it going, or here's my business card, or maybe we can do dinner, or where women are being subject to overcharging, or where serious and fact technicians are purposefully, intentionally, wantonly, and maliciously damaging the personal properties of these women so that they can do one of three things. One, overcharge them for the product and services offered by Sears. Two, make them believe that they're receiving discounted services by offering them their own private services through a private or separate company not affiliated with Sears. Or three, in an effort to force the individual to purchase new Sears products. That being said, we've realized and come to a clear understanding that that is, in fact, what Sears has been doing. It has been presented to Sears CEO, Ed Lampert, Sears General Counsel, Dana DeMar, and Kristen Coleman, all in an effort so that these victims would have an opportunity to be heard. Now what we're learning That is indicative of Sears, but we're finding it to be indicative or the common practice of many of Americans' corporations that are head by men, is that they will use women to serve in the capacity of general counsel, to be the voice so that these women sort of serve as the pit bulls for the company, to sort of use their gender to silence other women or intimidation by them being general counsel or by them being of the female gender, they belief would be 
that we share the same goal. And so surely we wouldn't want you to be a victim of discriminatory practices and or abuse, but it's hogwash because it's so unfortunate that many of those very same women that corporate America employs in those capacities, their hearts are no different concerning the abuses that women face than the men who employ them to carry out their dirty deeds. And with that being said, we have found that the pattern and the practices of Sears is no different. There have been an issue of where these general counsels will attempt to serve with silencing the advocacy and the voice of women who have been victimized by Sears in-home technicians with threats of litigation and or cease and desist as though the First Amendment does not exist and as though threats of litigation in a litigious society like America would somehow silence one's ability to share their experience. Thank God, if you will, for those who believe in such a thing, for social media, because with social media, one is able to reach a broader audience because one person can tweet, and like the perk hair commercial of many, many decades ago, you tell a friend and they tell a friend and so on and so forth. And so it is with that in mind that the decision was made to do this show along with a series of upcoming or follow-up shows to keep you informed of a class action litigation. There have been several steps that have been taken to communicate effectively with individuals who specialize in this area of law to include but not be limited to lawyers on the ground. And what I mean by lawyers on the ground is those who actually engage in the field work of investigating such claims for the veracity or the truth of the matter, to make sure that an accusation above women being abused and or subject to mistreatment or being overcharged or being victims of products that are specifically damaged by Sears, where you call Sears in-home service repair people for one thing, and ultimately you find out that your merchandise is damaged beyond that or that you have new damages that were never discovered, meaning they have purposefully damaged. It is the mechanics mentality where everything from 60 Minutes to World News at Night to CNN, even Fox News over the years, have all reported on women going to have their vehicles serviced by mechanics. And you know that it may just be one thing wrong with it, but all of a sudden they give you this detailed itemized list of all of these other purported mechanical errors or problems that require repairs for astronomical amounts. And being women, not engaged, not necessarily because we're not educated or informed, but this is just not part of most women's everyday patterns and practices through their daily lives, you believe what you're now being told until you now have a second opinion or even a third, until you gather the documentation to substantiate that this was not damaged at the time that this person has come in. This has been damaged recently. This is like an injury, if you will, where you have forensics who can say how long a person's bones have been fractured or damaged versus this is a new injury or an old injury. Well, there are similar practices in place that help industries to determine how old a damage 
part is or is not, or if a particular part that is missing is missing as of recent. And so I said all that to say this, women, beware of Sears in-home technicians, because everything from the accusations we're hearing to date that include but are not limited to sexual harassment, feeling of threats, people coming to their home after hours stating, oh, I forgot to tell you this. And many of these individuals are purporting that this has been presented to their Sears on the local level, the Sears in home, or to corporate. And so no one will be able to say that we were not cognizant or aware of what was happening because I know that Sears corporate has been informed. The CEO, Mr. Lampert, General Counsel, Dana DeMar, Kristen Coleman, they are abreast, they are aware, and they have taken no action other than the attempt to try to threaten and to silence effective advocacy on this subject matter. And the truth of the matter is, I can only be, like most of you, grateful that we never have to be in a position where we have to compromise who we are for the sake of getting a paycheck, or we have to compromise right from wrong with the attempts and in hopes of being compensated for employment, that we could sleep at night. And we can only hope that through this particular program and those that will follow to edify and to keep you informed of the proceedings that will go forward and to bring about a proper and a fair investigation concerning these issues, that many of you will eventually have an opportunity to either A, be heard concerning your con complaints, or B, to have an opportunity to effectively present yours, but moreover, to receive just and fair compensation based upon it. No one should deal with corporate America and no one in corporate America, especially a retail company like Sears, should try to deal with women in America like a two-bit no-good mechanic. That should not be the protocol. You have individuals who go to restaurants and the valet will try to take from their glove compartment their addresses through their insurance and car registration. That may be expected depending upon what areas you're in or what the persons may or may not be doing because if you're in a very affluent community, it's a pattern and a practice. And I use that term loosely, but it becomes a pattern and a practice, indicative in places like Chicago, but in the well-established communities in Chicago and the affluent communities in Florida, as is Long Island, New York, and the Hamptons, where you go to these restaurants. And they have valet parking. And those individuals gain access to your homes by making a key while you're enjoying meals. That's a two-bit low life engaged in those activities. When you take your vehicle to the mechanic and he says, oh, you don't just simply need an oil change. You need to get this flushed, fuel injections, and all of this other stuff. And you're like, no, I just need to get my oil changed. No, I just needed a general tune-up. I don't need you to replace my transmission. But because they think we as women are so ignorant, this is what they do. And it's so unfortunate 
that as we've been reading in Business Inside and New York Times and the Wall Street Journal and Bloomberg and a host of other financial industry experts about the recent reports concerning the financial condition of Sears, we're called upon to ask, how did it get to that level? And through the course of this investigation, I believe that one of the pivotal issues is customer service, or shall I say, lack thereof, so that when concerns are being presented to your attention on a local level, and you still think local and not global, and you believe that on a local level that no one matters, and you can treat any and everyone any which way you want to or desire because you're only thinking, and you're forgetting the perk commercial of the 1970s and the 80s. They tell two friends and so on and so on and so forth. Social media of the 21st and new millennium serves to educate and to inform so that one customer who's been wronged and abused and victimized and overcharged and a victim of damaged merchandise, who's been the victim of sexual harassment, all of those different women that represent a wide spectrum of women based on race and social and economic status and zip code, they begin to communicate one with the other. And we forget that sometimes it just takes that one person who's willing to stand up. I remember hearing this saying years ago, People better know who they're messing with. Yes, you do, because it's always that one person. So to all the shareholders who have invested in Sears, who have recently been the subject of a horrible quarter, look out. Beware, because you're going to see even a decline, a continuing decline in their profits. Thank you for joining me on Blog Talk Radio. This is Sherry Jefferson.